So I, oh. I printed the lyrics of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. And would you, I know the lyrics. Would you do us the honors of spitting Rudolph see. the Red-Nosed Reindeer? You know Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Come on! Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Had a very shiny nose oh. And if you ever saw him you would even say it close. Come on, come on! All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call them names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Come on! Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you ride my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeers loved him, and they shouted out weekly. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer, you go down in history forever. You go down to history forever. You go down to history. What? <laughs> <laughs> that is gonna be funny. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Did I get the names right for the radio? Let's answer, see. Answer, answer. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the shut up. <laughs> Merry, happy. Christmas Eve from all of us here at We're or Not, not Nordic. Nordic. Welcome. That was beautiful. Oh, no, but also holidays. We got to say holidays. Let's respect everybody. Holidays, Let's... baby. There Happy Flag Day. Yeah, well, uh, boat bo- Day. Boxing Day. Bob Dylan Day. Uh, get post pictures of your kitten day. Yeah. Yes. So that's a thing, Secretary right? Day. Yeah, let's let's get them all. We got them. Yeah, that's we, what, we left none out. <laughs> listen, whatever you celebrate, we got a lot of love for you. Exactly. And we just want to say thank you for taking the time to listen to us on this oh-so-special Christmas Eve episode live and in color from the respect buffet parking lot yes with the one the only <laughs> spencer dorsey from discount yes. cemetery yeah, i'm back baby by, by popular demand yes. i believe your episode is coming up on being the most listened to i think it's second am i platinum yep. Oh, I think you're there. Shagadelic, baby. Double <laughs> platinum. I would like I would like to ask you, Chuck, what is something you do on Christmas Eve? The night of tonight. The night of tonight, um, I, I, I will go to my mother's house. Okay. Uh, my mother and my family and I will go to church. Um, you know, I'm not, I'd be lying if I said I'm a, a weekly church goer, okay. but you know, on holidays, I, I think that it makes my mom happy and I, you know, it's, it's not a bad thing. Like I, like I try to, I try to take something good from the sermon and everything. And, uh, are you an Easter bunny boy too? Do you go on the Easter days? Yeah, I'm, a, okay. I'm what you call a creaster when it comes to, when it Ooh, comes to, uh, I've never heard that before <laughs> when it comes to church and, uh, so yeah, then we'll go to some, some place Cheney, Dick Cheney. Like, oh, whoa. Like, Lon like, Chaney. Two Chaney. Two uh, Chaney. <laughs> Olive Garden, you know, Carabas, um, Outback Steakhouse, something like that. Get a little dinner. Nice. Take some pictures around the Christmas tree. That's my, awesome. My mom always wants way too many. So that's, like I said, uh, you know, it's like pictures uh, Pictures are fine. And we, we feel like we have to tease her. And I don't really mind anymore because, you know, as we get older, I think we're reminded that, you know, n- nobody's going to be around forever and pictures are important. And uh, then they usually watch uh, Christmas Carol, and I usually go home at that point because black and white movies are dumb. E. 
You're not being serious, are you? No. Oh, okay. Of course not. Of course not. From the movie master himself saying something like that, that would be very controversial. Films of I, I enjoy films of all color schemes. Okay. Beautiful. Bravo. What wow. about you, Spencer? What I are... too enjoy films of all color schemes. <laughs> what is your um, What is your night of tonight usual routine? I know we're breaking it a little bit all being together, but that's the new routine at the Respect right. Buffet. Yeah, exactly. that's that's the new the new uh, the new thing. So every Christmas Eve, I'm usually uh, wrapping gifts till the buzzer, like till the sun comes up, because I'm a last minute kind of dude. Okay. And it's if I haven't yet watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, that's when it's going to go down. You know, that's like a, a must. Right around those uh, last few days before the big the big event. Okay. Can't see, can't see the line, can you, Russ? <laughs> yeah. No, Dad. Jason, tell us about your Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve. You know, after we get done with this this party. Well, it's usually the same thing as you. Get together with the ma, and like I, you know, like I like to say, you know, the new, the new, uh, the new cool is being in a dysfunctional family. So we got that going for us. Damn, if but, that's a new cool, I've been cool for a minute. Oh, hey, yeah. dude, we're in a we're in a I'm special. Miles Davis. <laughs> <laughs> well, what well, so we do is we all get as a family, we go to the church, we do the, what is it, like the 6 o'clock service. I'm Southern Baptist, so it's a little bit different than the, do you go to a Catholic church? What do you go to? Um, no, it's like um, kind of a, I think they call it evangelical free. It's, okay. It's, it's very, uh, yeah, it's I was, kind of loose-ish. Okay, yeah, I was raised, my mom is, you know, extremely Southern, but that's where, that's how we were raised. But Interesting. So after that, we'll come home, we'll have a giant steak. Mashed potatoes, broccoli and cheese. Broccoli and cheese. Broccoli and cheese. So you cook the broccoli and then you put the cheese on it and it melts and it becomes... Like Newman style? uh, (laughs) Bio weed! (laughs) (laughs) Not quite. But, uh, and that's usually what we do. It's one of those things where it's tradition, you know, used to be extremely fortified tradition. Tradition. Yes, exactly. And speaking of which, you say you watch... National Lampoons. I sure do. I'm surprised. I thought you'd be a Scrooge guy, but Chuck, let me go to you. Top two. Because <laughs> there's not that many Christmas movies. <laughs> no, so, I mean Christmas, Christmas Vacation. And, okay. And probably Bad Santa. Okay. Really? Oh, a yeah. Billy Bob. Dude, Bad Santa's so good. Dude, when you punching me, when you punching bagged me that, you know, a few weeks ago, do you really enjoy Billy Bob is an actor. He's fucking fantastic. I, 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 I we're, we're, we're way, but way apart on that one. Because the way I feel is after he did Monsters Ball, I think that that's when he started getting full of himself. Full of himself or not, I think the man can act. Okay, yeah, we talked about this last time. Okay, I, I apologize now, Spencer. You're saying you're. What, are what your do you top... think about Billy Bob Thornton, Spencer? <laughs> I've met a few diehard fans that love that movie. Okay, and Chuck then I and watched it. Uh, this dude I met out west, who's, who uh, his name's Albert, and was he, Chuck on tour. Uh, eek, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about, Bad Santa? Bad Santa. Yeah. I, I think it's tough. If, if did you see it when it came out? Yes. I think that's why it's kind of a little bit aged now. The like whole thing. Okay. But, but I mean, I didn't hate it. I just think that it's like you love it or you hate it, though. Like I, I, I'm not a diehard of it, but Billy Bob Thornton is a he's a character, man. Um, I I'm more of a conventional guy. I go with the the easy way is the best I go with National Lampoon okay. and then Home Alone 2 more so than Home Alone 1 because Home Alone 2 captures the real spirit of Christmas well, we, I mean, with uh, the two turtle doves man and it's got our president in it oh, oh yeah Barack Obama that's right <laughs> he's in there alright now I got a I got a question for you no no, no Kevin <laughs> I got a question now Hall- uh, Halloween Home Alone 1 
and Home Alone. <laughs> By the way, I saw The Misfits a couple weeks ago. Oh, they were fantastic. Oh. I told you, right? You loved it? Yeah, it was awesome. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. They're so good. <laughs> now, Home Alone, Home Alone 1 and 2 have something in common. The Kevin scream. Okay. Now, what is your favorite Kevin scream? I would personally. I'm going one. Chuck, which way are you going? I I got I got to tap out, man. These were not my movies. I oh. really I got nothing to contribute here. Oh whoa, that's a that's a shock. You've seen I'm not a fan. Not that I'm not a fan. It's just you know, like Spencer said, it's just it's some some maybe you latch onto in childhood, and I never really did. Fair enough. Okay. So what is your favorite scream? Well, not only is it my favorite, but a fun fact about the first and most like iconic scream of the of the first movie with um with Kevin. Yeah. He was supposed to just slap his cheeks and then scream. Oh no, I'm talking about the mom. De- yeah, oh, okay. the mom saying. Even Kevin. I knew that. Yeah, bro. Was, well it was his decision to hold his hands on his face. Oh really? That was him. Oh, he nice. ad libbed that. So we can thank uh, a young Macaulay for that piece of uh, fried gold. Mac is quite the thespian. But, yeah. yeah but not only that I love we gotta him thank we gotta currently. we gotta thank the man's cologne brute. Brute. That's most important. Yeah, <laughs> that still burns. Yeah, it does. I, I think her scream in the first one where she goes, Kevin! Yeah. It's, it's like 98% alcohol. That's why it burns. Yeah, <laughs> it's just gasoline. And he, and he just shaved, too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. The first Kevin is much better. The second one is more shrill. So, uh, movies for me. Shouldn't, should, real quick, shouldn't they have been like arrested for child neglect or something at some point between those I two? I think films? they kept it. Oh, yeah, you know what? The, the cops were called. That was the big. Challenge of making the movie is how do we make it believable? Oh, okay. And they went to pretty big extremes to try to make it feel like you were not hating the parents for doing it. And I think it worked because I never felt like anger towards the parents for leaving him. I felt like sympathy. And that was hard for them. Like, how do we create something for the viewer where they don't hate the parents? Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. So movies, Jay. Jay, Jason. I'm I'm an old I'm an old soul, I guess. I do like a Christmas story, and I do like It's a Wonderful Life. Oh yeah, those are great. So, I forgot about those. I'm sorry. Somehow. Chuck is looking at me with such disdain. Like, how dare you, Grandpa? Sorry, bro. <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> that was my my weak attempt at a Jimmy no, no, Stewart. No, no, no. Round of applause. Yeah. Round of applause. I, I, thought you were, I thought it was really I thought Jim. It was him, dude. Jim, I I didn't know you were still here. <laughs> So why don't we why don't we take a break? Let's uh, reconvene, and we're gonna do something that is. You not sure you don't want to have a quick poke? normal? Not at all. Or Nordic? <laughs> you sure you guys don't want to have a quick poke at whether or not Die Hard's a Christmas movie? That old chestnut. <laughs> How oh, is man. it not a Christmas movie though? That's what I. Of course it is. But, um, but do you I, say yes? No, I think it's definitely a Christmas. Yeah. Movie. yeah How could you the, say it's not? Let me go down the the line with Gremlins, and what's the other? There's a there's a bunch of them that. Do yeah. That. What's the other one? There's one more that does that. Uh, Bill and Ted's bogus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Last Boy Scout. He throw he, he throws a bottle of uh, ice cream at the Christmas tree. <laughs> oh, there you go. So that will do it for right now. We're gonna come back. We're gonna reconvene. I had a lot more to say about that. No. Oh, oh, did you? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we're gonna reconvene. We're gonna come back with something that is completely freaky and has nothing to do with Christmas or Christmas Eve. So <laughs> sit back and enjoy. Keep your mind open. Okay, y'all. Y'all? Y'all, we're back. Use guys. Okay, so what we want to give you, we want to give you a little taste of something that we have been working on. This segment, this time on this 
thing here. Remember the time. When we fell in love, Michael Jackson, with Eddie Murphy and Magic Johnson. Now, did you think... I got I'm sorry about this. Did, oh, fuck. <laughs> all right, here we go. Did you think that Magic Johnson was put in there because of his big HIV, the HIV scare? Because that was right around the time when it broke. Do you think that he put him in there to try and, like, normalize it? Probably. That's what I felt, too. Okay, yeah. I, I, I can... I can <clears throat> which, by the way, he's cured. Yeah. <laughs> he's fine. <laughs> he's still alive. Still kicking, right? Like and doing well too, right? So, like, where's 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 the cure, homies? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ma- major major props to him. Hook up the common man. Uh, what what I what I thought that we could do is we could pick out our top ten music videos that meant something to us when we saw them. It stuck with us. A video you can think back and like, I remember this then. I remember this. I mean, what do you think about it, Chuck? What, as far as what? Uh, I mean, I just. I chose, you know, it's it was a very loose assignment, which I guess I appreciate, and I guess I chose ten that, you know, most of them I have like at least a quick story as okay. to why, that's I, awesome, why I find it memorable, and some of, a couple of them are just I thought they were cool videos. That's awesome. What about you, Spencer? You, you doubt? I, I appreciate this one because, like so many kids, I relied on TV to get into music. I uh, I didn't live in like a happening place. I was in a quiet town with no record store or money or like access to stuff so where'd you grow up Riverdale uh, yeah right I grew up in a town called Florence New Jersey just like every other town in New Jersey was you know mostly quiet and no no kids really and anyway I I relied on 120 minutes and like the videos on Beavis and Butthead um staying up late to see what would come on and and I really uh I got a lot of good I got a lot of good stuff I mean being alive back then like you guys I'm sure will Agree. There was a lot of great music videos yeah. back in the '90s when we were growing up. It was an actual art form. Yeah, at, at, oh, at some point. Agreed. In time. Yes. It's, and you, they still technically make them, but it's you know it's more just an advertisement for the album now. Yeah, but a lot of my videos that I picked aren't really something that I really love, but have stuck with me. That I still say to this day some of these songs on here. <laughs> so why don't we break <laughs> it down and let's start off with our first. So Chuck, do you want to take it first? Do you want to go? Sure. And uh, let me know what your number wa uno. I remember my number uno. I appreciate it. Okay. My number uno uh, is one that I put on here because it legitimately scared the shit out of me. Okay. Uh, this, that is uh, Don't Come Around Here No More, Tom Petty oh, and the Heartbreakers. A, yeah, now, yeah, yeah. Is, is that when he's the, the T, the it's, Mad it's, Hatter? Yeah, it's, it's Alice in Wonderland. That's yeah, a great Right, right. And okay. then um, at the end, the part that really fucked me up at the end, and it's, it's super, looking back, it was super easy to do it, but they actually eat Alice as a cake. Yeah. Really? I do not remember that at all. Yeah, like, so her, clearly, like, they had the actress just, like, put her head through the table. Right. And she's, uh, ah, and then they're slicing her body up as a cake. It's, Yikes. For some reason, that really stuck with me. Oh, my God. I would say so. And it's, like, really foggy, right? The whole thing is, like, kind of foggy. Yeah, and, and Tom Petty looked creepy as the man had Yes, so. he does, because that's the first thing that stuck out in my head. Yeah. Wow. Damn, that was a good one. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, that was Great a, choice. That was literally the first one that came to mind when you mentioned this. So. <laughs> All right, Spencer. Oh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. Blow, like, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, go, yeah. we'll go round All right, table. All right, cool. So my number ten <coughs> that I chose, I had to kind of think: should I do a new one? Okay. And, yeah, definitely. And I did because I think that I have a lot of hope for music video as an art form coming back. That'd be cool. Yeah. And yeah. I think that um, right now, 
as a lover of m- multiple genres, I think I'm really most excited about like rap music right now being okay. something that's like changing and evolving. And for the first time, it's like a little bit more vulnerable than it's been. And it's a little bit more experimental and it's uh, taking <laughs> a lot of genres and m- mixing it just as it always has, but even more so with the internet being a, a tool now, even more than it used to be. Right. To, make, to make a long story short, I picked Kendrick Lamar DNA. Uh, this video had 7 million views in one day, and I feel like it's a window into his experience growing up where he grew up, and it could be taken a lot of different ways. Um, when you look up the secret meanings of this, a lot of people think a lot of things, and I think it's so cool it could be interpreted different ways. Uh, it's very cinematic, it has a lot of playback value to it, and it builds up to this big explosive second act, and I think that it just has me like really excited about not just Kendrick, but like music video as an art form coming back because this is like a music video that has a theme and like a beginning and an end and um it's kind of like reminds me of what we grew up on where it was an, an art form and and it had again like seven million views in one day is insane yeah, so that is, that is nuts. so i was really happy about that one and i realized that i would that should be on my list because i love it I, I don't know the video the song's awesome yeah yeah uh, I'm, I'm not familiar with either it's really interesting um Don Cheadle, the actor in him, like switch roles in it, and as it, opposed to Don Cheadle, the uh, the the car mechanic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, they they switch roles in, it, and it's also a nod to a to a Keanu Reeves movie, um, where he took him to a lie detector test. Was that I, uh, Johnny Mnemonic? I think so. Uh, I I haven't seen what it's paying homage to, but I'll have to man, I'll have to look it up. Yeah, oh, so, see, now I'm intrigued. That's yeah. awesome. It's all it's fucking cro- crossing boundaries. Here. Yeah. Oh, that is awesome. Jason. All right, all right so. Guys, you guys have like mine is Perfect Gentleman from 1990 called Ooh La La. I have no idea what the fuck that is. It is a boy band. It's three youths. They sing like LL Cool J, and they're walking around, and <laughs> it just honestly, it's just burned in my brain. It's three kids walking around saying Ooh La La over and over again. Did you make this up? I swear to the heavens. Do you this, know this? this no, is, no, this no, is what I remember. I was a kid. The song came out. It was on the TV. I was watching it. And my mom got mad. She said, do you hear what they're saying? They're saying, ooh, la, la. Young kids should not be saying, ooh, la, la wow, to a girl. Really? That's what she said. Should not be saying, ooh, la, la to a girl. That's, that's pretty outdated, isn't it? <laughs> ooh, la, like, la. That's yeah. like from the 50s. Dude. Back I, to the future. But see, that sticks in my head. Shoo, la, la. Yeah, shoo, la, la. But that's, Michael Stewart. But, that's, but that song still sticks in my head. I can still sing that chorus to this day. So, yeah. Sing it. Ooh la la, ooh la la, I can't, can't get over you. A solid tenor over here. <laughs> but yeah, that's, it's, uh, it's terrible. I went back and watched it today when we were doing, when we were doing our list and I was dying. Like, I couldn't, rem- I couldn't believe that I remembered so much from well, it. Well, so I got one that might actually be good to watch the Kendrick video and I got to watch this corny shit. Oh my God. <laughs> yes, definitely. So Chuck. What is your numero dose? Numero dose. Uh, so look, this is a basic bitch pick, but we're going Beastie Boys sabotage. That's amazing. That's, uh, I don't think that's basic at all. No, Spike, I was going to put that on mine. Spike Jones. Me too. Yeah. Um, went on to has gone on to have a very successful film career, and uh, yeah, I mean it's 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 um, in homage slash almost sort of poking fun at one specific thing, being like those old cop shows. Yes. And one thing that I think that'll come back as we go in my list a lot is um, 
me thinking the, the people in the video were cool and like wanting to like and like and like seeing them like with the fake mustaches like yes. jumping around like doing stunts I was like whoa these guys are awesome well yeah I mean I'm sure that people in your grade school that year for Halloween all or dressed up like coaches oh my uh, yeah that's what they did oh my god in high school for me they everyone dressed up like it yeah yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's, it's so cool. And, you know, I know you said you didn't like the Beastie Boys, but I, I think it's a pretty badass song, too. Uh, I agree. I know. That is something that I will agree with you 100%. The bass line is awesome. Yeah. And when they played it live, did you ever see them play it live? Yes. Man. That was so cool when they played that live. On the Letterman? Baseline. I don't remember. I think it was I like, it was, it, was they, like spr- it was like spring break, like late some, Havasu oh, or yeah. something like There's that. There's been a few late night performances of it, I think. But yeah. yeah, it's people forget that they started out as like a little like wannabe Bad Brands hardcore band. Right. And they also they all uh, actually played instruments. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the drummer was from what was the drummer? Um, uh, let me think. Well, MCA played bass. No, no, uh, it was Mike it was a girl. It was a girl guitar. drummer. She was in like Rush, Luscious Jackson. She was a drummer <laughs> from Luscious oh, Jackson. Oh, really? Yeah. They oh. signed them on to. Uh, Grand Royale, Grand Royal Records. Oh, really? oh, okay. So the BC Boys signed them, and then one of them was married to him. Is that oh, what you wow! Mean? No, no, the drummer, oh. the drummer was from the drummer from Luscious Jackson. That's I don't oh, know, okay. That's a little, what was their little trivia? Sorry. Naked um, Eye. The Naked Eye. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yep. <laughs> All right. What's your number two? Okay. So perfect segue into thinking the band was cool okay. and wanting to be like the band. There was a little band called the Eels. And the song uh, and music video is Novocaine for the Soul. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. that yeah. was awesome. Um, it you know it opens up with this eerie piano part, ding 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 ding, and a swelling, um, I guess cello, and then yeah. the song starts to build and come in, and you see the band uh, play the record or record, and then float, and they're right, being yes. hovering up on uh, strings, and they're floating as they perform, and uh, it's just them floating around in black and white, and I mean not to go like really reach here but i suppose that if i were to really let myself go maybe the reason why i like it is because that's how i felt listening to music was i felt like i was like high in a way oh wow that's awesome because i would listen to music alone uh, until i made friends like until i met you later on i didn't really you know have a ton of friends like growing up as well so i would like listen to music and feel like high you know and watching this band play and literally like levitate was pretty cool and it's simple it's a minimalistic video it's black and white but really crisp and clean and it it's still great to watch and i love the song and one thing i'll say like how chuck mentioned he would look up to the people in the video i think i really enjoy when a music video and a song were a perfect match oh you know and i just felt like this video and this song were both simple but memorable and clean and crisp and they just complemented each other really well before i sputter out yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, no yeah. i'm thinking about it. novocaine for the soul before i sputter out yeah this song could totally be about listening to music yeah yeah that's that's cool i like that yeah that's cool. a really good pick oh thanks excellent jason all right mine mine next. oh my god that laugh is scaring me no what no is, no 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 this is stabbing westward shame love the song and video the video is phenomenal. Yeah. It's an actual movie. Yeah. And that's what I loved yeah. about it. Like I remember watching it and being so enthralled and and the music just accompanying accompanied everything about what was happening. The video uh, I I wrote a little synopsis of it. The video begins with a woman, Julie, running around and dancing in her living room. Her phone rings and the caller is her ex-boyfriend Nick, who yeah. just escaped from a mental institution. Oh shit. So going to Julie's Nick and he runs into a cop and he promptly kills the cop. And then Julie, you know, the whole thing is like, um, like an action sequence. And there's subtitles, if I remember. Right, yeah, the su- yeah. subtitles. So then, what happens is the band 
as they're playing, starts to disband, and like the, so, go into so, the the video, well, go yeah, into the movie. We're right. So so what the whole thing is is that everything that's happening is a movie for the video, and everyone's watching except the lead singer. So at the very end, they're all Sick. on the roof as the climax of the quote unquote movie slash video happens. And the guy jumps off the roof, and they're all applauding and cheering. It's a great video. Yeah. I really like And the song is really good, too. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of a slept-on band, but they had some jams. Oh, yeah. Oh, hells yeah. All right, so. All right, so, yeah, I think I, I remember what my next one was, and this one is going to, you know, be a little, uh, I don't want to say, well. All right, so my next video is. It's uh, cute. Oh, oh sorry. I'm sorry. You. Sorry. No, go ahead. My next video is Crying by Aerosmith. Yes. Now, yes. Now, now, can I ask you a question? Oh, you're going to go into it, so, so go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you, is this the virtual reality? Uh, that amazing? No, that was amazing. No, this is the one where um, uh, Alicia Silverstone kind of runs away. And they're on and the gets, motorcycle. She gets a tattoo and gets her navel pierced. With Liv Tyler, correct? No, it's just her in this one. Really? Yeah, this is the one that ends with her bungee jumping off a bridge and, and then flipping the, the bird, bird at, yeah. Steven, at Steven Dorf. Wow. Yeah. So the, the virtual reality one was... Amazing. Amazing. Okay, I apologize. Wow. So, yeah, go ahead. So. No, I mean, it, part of the big reason that I chose this one is because this was probably the first instance in my entire life where I saw a woman and wasn't like, ew. <laughs> Like I, I like I didn't I didn't know what was going on, but man, I I was intrigued by her. See, that is awesome because I have a video on here. Same like the same thing is same thing as you. That is awesome. I definitely agree with that. You know that starting to use that uh, the sex symbols, getting you pulled in now. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know I didn't know what her deal was. And really thinking about it, the way she was rocking like a like a straight flannel and like some jeans, and it really the the crying video may have informed what became my type for really the remainder of my life. Man, honestly, you, you like the bad girls, bro. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> damn. Me too, because now I always want a partner who has like a lot of um, uh, bandanas like tied onto stuff like a microphone uh, stand. That's true. <laughs> I, I make Colleen look you know as much like Steven Tyler as possible. Oh so, my gosh. Yeah. So you made her like get like crazy like lip injections or something. <laughs> oh yeah, it's all of it, yeah. <laughs> okay. So what's your next Hey one? Colleen if you're listening. Yeah. Get the bandanas right. Oh man, she had some great honorable yeah. mentions. Yeah, yeah, we gotta name we're gonna name those at the end. Good. Melissa had some as well. Wife of the show, Melissa. What's Bernice's favorite music video? Her favorite music is Who Let the Dogs Out because she's always trying to get out. You know yeah, and <laughs> DMX. <laughs> Every DMX song. You're right. That's true. Yeah. Hey, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Had a very shiny nose. We might need to Come on. That. Oh, damn. Yeah, we got to do that. Gotta, I love it. I right. could watch it a thousand times. Oh, it's so good. I'm going to edit that down so we can get that. It's, right. That should be a Christmas 45. Like, I would play that. That should be a Christmas tradition. Not going to lie. I agree. Yeah. Dude, I'd buy it. Yeah, that's it. 100%. That's the new not Nordic Christmas Eve tradition. Yo. Yeah. We're going to have to try and get that for this. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. All right, Spencer, what's your number right. four? So the we next... don't have a lot of time since it's already Christmas Eve. Oh, yeah, by the time we gonna... wrap, it'll be Christmas morning. We're going to work on it. Speaking of rap, DMX. Spencer? E. Uh, so next up is a little jammer by a band called Super Drag, and the song is called Sucked, Sucked Out. Out. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah, I love that song. This is one we love, and guess what? Uh, it is fading away into obscurity. So this band's record, um, that regretfully yours, it was great, and it was really Beatlesque, garage rock at its finest. Uh, every song was, was quite great. <laughs> it was never pressed on record. 
<laughs> it, it never really had the chance to have like the second or third win that a lot of these bands from the time enjoyed. Like it, they didn't celebrate any of that. This this video is not even on YouTube anymore. Wow. I had to get it on some like MTV backdoor site. Um, Vimeo. And yeah, yeah. It's it's fading away, but I remember it well. And when I watched it, I was right, and I remembered it how I thought it was. So the guys are working at a diner, and they're disenfranchised and bored and frustrated. And what happens is they start to just rock out, and they rock the place to pieces. Nice. It's very tongue-in-cheek, sassy, and fun. And I think I like this one because we're in New Jersey. I mean, who are we kidding? We all love diners. Yes. Uh, but also, I can relate to the, being at my 9-to-5 job and just wishing I was rocking out. Like, that's like my whole youth uh, experience, working at Pizza Hut, wherever I was, and just wishing that I was rocking and rolling. So I love that they're diner employees. I still wish that. Yeah. <laughs> now I wish I could go back to Pizza Hut while wishing I was uh, rocking. I wish I could. I wish, right? So Super Drag sucked out. Fun video. Very catchy. Very, very uh, tongue-in-cheek and very fun. And I still mem- remember it well. A lot of love for this one. That's Pizza awesome. Hut discontinued the buffet. Love Did they really? Yeah. That's a whole other story. As you can tell, we are very upset, Chuck and I. Good pick, Spencer. Yes, Thank you. But I agree. Yeah, very not, good. Not, not such a good pick discontinuing the buffet pizza hut. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I like We got to write corporate. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. fans of writing corporate. It's so. true. It's true. We would be able to take home all the pizza nobody ate from that buffet. Oh, see, now yeah. he's just rubbing it in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we you take it up. Just rubbing it in. Salt in the wounds. Yeah. All we right. would always make a lot more, right, as it was ending. Like, every two <laughs> minutes left, we're like, we'd load it all out because we course. knew we could take it home. So mm-hmm. it would be two minutes to close. Nobody in the restaurant. And a full buffet. Did so you that make way, the oh. dessert pie with the apples? Oh, on yes, my friend. And oh. with the icing on top oh, and just a thin crust. Dude, oh, man. I'm going to get a part time job there again. I haven't eaten today here on Christmas Eve, so, you know. Oh, my goodness. Our new tradition is Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by DMX, and we're all going to go to Pizza Hut. That's our new holiday tradition. Oh, my God, I love it. (laughs) I'm down, dude. Uh, I'm down, too. We we really got to do this tradition, though. All right, I'm in. All right. Come on. So my my number four is the B-52's Channel Z from 1989. Oh, yeah, sure. Nice. this, what a great band, man. This, yeah. this this was the first time where I actually, I know it's going to sound weird, I actually got, like, goosebumps from a song. Okay. Because I remember watching it, and at the very end, they, like, they you think that song's done, they stop. Yeah. And then they start again, they start playing again. And I, when I rewatch it, I got that same feeling. I was like, oh, my gosh, I remember loving this part. The whole video, they're just running around the woods and they're singing. I just remember the um, Where's My Umbrella, the guy kept saying. Mm -hmm. Where's my umbrella? You know, oh my gosh. This is such a great song. Love it. And this was actually the first cassette I ever bought as a kid was a B-52s really? Yo, you're cassette. Lucky. That's a good one. That was my first one. What was yours, Spencer? Real Cosmic quick. Oh, thing. man. Around the table. Oh, first one I ever bought? Cassette. Because yeah. I had some that I inherited, but the first one I ever bought is embarrassing, but I'll tell you the truth. I had a Christian rap tape. Oh, that's, that's not embarrassing. I mean, slightly, yeah. It's pretty rough. But, I mean, I memorized every lyric, and I guess that was my... Expo- was it Carmen? It was this band called Say What, and it was... DC Talk? Like, called... Charles <laughs> <of> Clap? Yeah. <laughs> Christian rap. <laughs> what about you? What was your first cassette? Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 1991 soundtrack. Dope. Yeah. That's, That's a good yeah, one. Good, That's a good, good one. All right, so we are running down the line. All right, so here's what I think we should do here. This is my fourth. Maybe after the fifth, we'll take like a take like a fiver and come back and finish up. Okay. Sure. Um, so I'm going to skip around a little bit here and go with uh, Green Jelly, Three Little Pigs. Oh, my God. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. 
That was awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't require much explanation. It's just, you know, a claymation, literal interpretation of the Three Little Pigs story. Yes. Um, we actually, uh, we were going to play with them last year, and we they ended up backing off the bill, which I was, I was pretty, pretty disappointed about. I would have liked to have seen what that was all about in 2018. Did yeah. You, have you ever listened to their entire album? No, have you? I did, and I will never punching bag. That is... So terrible. It's like a band that got together. They had they did one thing, Three Little Pigs thing as a yeah. joke, and then they didn't know what else to do. So it's all them just rocking out. From what I understand, the band as it exists now is just a dude, and then like he has hired hands like for each region of the country when he tours. Oh my god! And he doesn't really even like pays. That's like and a that's like a Rick Healy move, like Rick to Life from Twenty Five to Life and Coming Correct. Oh yeah. That's the same exact move he does, so he doesn't have to pay everybody. And then sometimes he just sings his sings on top of a tape, but that's another story. <laughs> you ever see that aware. video? Spencer? Or rides a horse. Are you guys talking about Rick to Life? Yes. yes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, okay. let's let's do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Rick to Life play. Anyway, we shouldn't get that for off track. Yes. Three little pigs it's a fun video they accidentally did something cool they're kind of a lame band in general but uh that album is terrible they had to change the name from green jello to green jelly yes yeah. but Much it's a, better it's a sweet video yes i agree good pick yeah spencer dorsey all right next up is i kind of cheated but it's it does count because i don't know if you recall when there would be live performances on 120 minutes yeah. they would play them in cir- heavy circulation with with the rest of the music videos Okay. Um, oh man. So I actually where you, chose. Where are you going here? I chose Hum. Stars. Stars oh my god! Minutes. Yeah. Dude, that performance is so good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. I mean, when you see these guys, they look like the biggest nerds Fucking ever. Nerds. Yes. Like bigger nerds than any nerds that have ever nerded out. They were assholes, though, from what I from what I remember. Yeah. Well, I'm I know. A... I only know they played on Howard Stern when, right. when they were at the smaller location. Right. And they played so loud that like the walls fell apart. I'm gonna punching bag you with Hum at some point. Okay. It's a, it's yeah. a beautiful album. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's fucking you excellent. prefer an astronaut is just like. See, I was gonna punching bag with downward is heavenward, but yeah. Yeah, I like the astronaut one the best. But, okay. uh, but yeah, no, it's it's like there's just it's just this, you're right. It's just this geek in glasses with like, but in front of like a wall of amps. Yeah, I mean it's it's it they uh <laughs> my notes are look like the biggest nerds playing the heaviest music I had ever seen. So loud and catchy, but so heavy and atmospheric. So wow, that's that, awesome. That first distorted chord in yeah. that song, it's like it's so good. Yeah, it it really fakes you out in a, such a fun way. Where she said she missed the train to Mars, she's out back yeah, counting stars, stars, and then it yeah, kicks I, in and just beats the hell out of you. But yeah. the melody like still creeps through every so often, and it's just a really pretty song, but a really heavy song and a timeless song. And this thing from our youth that really hit all the marks that I'm a proud, like, torchbearer of. You know, like, I, I recall it well and I hope to Me continue too. telling its story. Because these are videos and songs and bands that are largely pretty obscure. No, I agree. I'm you know? so glad you brought that up. That is an ass-kicking performance. Thank you. Yeah, it's... it's I, I had to kind of cheat a little and do the 120 minutes performance. But again, I think it meets the criteria because they would play it sure. in, in circulation with the music videos as well. Okay. I nice. once I once found uh the, it's like the best of 1994 120 minutes on YouTube. Awesome. I sat and watched that whole thing. I would live right. by. I, I watch it weekly. Yeah, it's, it's sweet. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. That was a great show. All right, my my next pick is Soul Asylum Runaway Train oh, 1994. Shit. Ed. 
How does that go? Is that the one that's like, Runaway train, train never coming back. back. No, that's not it. Runaway Eight. train, always looking back. Yeah, and it's, uh, what was it? It was like uh, photos of missing kids, right? Yeah, this is this is the, the notes that I got. Before Amber Alerts and social media, there was Soul Asylum. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the video of 1994 hit, the band featured powerful vignettes of 36 kids who have gone missing as a result and as a result of the video, 25 of the children were found. Shut wow. up. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's that, awesome. Are you kidding me? No, that's that's real. Wow. Yeah, that's... that's, that's I'm that's... sorry I laugh now. That's not... It's actually amazing. It's no. not even a funny joke. Like, yeah, you were correct. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, when, when, when I saw that, I remember as a kid seeing it and seeing all these kids, and I didn't understand. And at the very end, the singer comes out and says, if you know any of these missing people, please call this what? hotline. Am I totally making this up, or was that redheaded kid from South Jersey that, uh, from, that went missing around that time? No, I don't there? think I don't think that he was there. I, I can't remember his name, but no, I don't Mark believe he was on it. Something, yeah. Yeah, Heimball. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think he was on there. Yeah. But yeah, that would that would be my. Uh, like, of course, I messed up my numbers. That was my number three, but that was my number four because I saw four of the other one, few, few, whatever. So that would be my number four. Okay. All right. So you said, you said you wanted well, to take a break. Well, let's do five, and then. We'll oh, okay. Take. Wheel. Okay. I got you. 10-4. Roger that. Over no, ten, and out. 10-5, ten bro. 10-5 and more. All right. Where are we going to go from here? Um, we'll do uh, Weezer, Buddy Holly. I was going to... That was yep. on my maybe list. Well, yeah. You know, that that falls under, uh, once again, I think, like, these guys seem cool. Yeah. And they did. Nice. And I love how it's, like, to Happy Days, which is totally unrelated to We're, Buddy Holly. Like, yeah. it's like, where did this come from? Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I mean it's really. I mean it's. It was an. It was impressive. It's Spike Jones too, I think. So yeah. I, I'm definitely a big Spike Jones fan. Apparently. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's in terms of like the filmmaking craft of it, it was way ahead of its time. And yeah, it, didn't didn't they take some of those crafts and was that out before Forrest, Forrest Gump? Gump? I, I, or was that after? It might have been right around the same time. Okay, because I know. But yeah, that, that must have been the same thing they did in Forrest Gump. Yeah. Because they were talking about that. That was the big. That was the big craze back then for that. Yeah, that was just um, excellent pick. Just a very, yeah. uh, very, very cool announcement of a band that was like really good and new for at least a minute until they weren't good anymore. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. I, <laughs> yeah, I think we know where we stand on that. First, right. first two, man. First two are wow. Good. You know what's funny about I that? I agree. What's up? Uh, my next pick. I'm a little bit scared to say it, but it's kind of true. They're a similar first two band, where the first two records are amazing, and then after that. I kind of disconnected. Um, I picked the Foo Fighters Everlong. Oh, that's on my list. Yeah. Wow, um, that is awesome. So <laughs> I think like the the main octave riff is just such like a dreamy sounding riff and a dreamy sounding song. So the video being in a dream state matches yeah. the feel of this song so well. And here's we see like the humor of the band and their willingness to kind of like have fun and let their hair down and I like that about them and I just love that it feels really like the way a dream feels where it kind of connects but not really and then all totally. of a sudden it takes these turns that are really bizarre um, wasn't it one of the making the videos wasn't that one of the videos that oh, they did on there definitely. I believe so oh most likely okay um, yeah cause it's not like a, it's not anything like a literal translation of what he's saying in the lyrics but you're right that I think that the way the video is kind of fits the mood of the song at least for yeah. sure yeah and I think like bands have somewhat of a responsibility to keep pushing forward and, and reaching new fans so I do appreciate the fact that the Foo Fighters won't be able to make a song or a record like this again right but this kind of marked um 
a point in our lives where I was still a Nirvana fan, but Nirvana was gone. It was like 98, I want to say. And it was just nice to have this around to like help kind of. I think it was 96, actually. Was it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. More than like, I'm sure you're right. The late 90s, having the Foo Fighters at their prime was like really helpful for me to like continue pressing on as a, a fan of, of, of those guys. So at any rate, uh, I picked Eberlong. Yeah. It's, it's That's like, awesome. it's like, they're kind of, um, you know, they're kind of just pigeonholed as a dad rock band. And now, and it's like, like you said, like this shows that they kind of, there was more to them. They, they kind of had a playfulness to them and, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's like I said, that was, that was on my list somewhere. So no, I, I agree. I think, I think that there are safe bands. I think, you know, we have to watch out for grandma and the mosh pit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm serious. Like Metallica, Green Day and Foo Fighters. Those are all safe shows to go to at any age. You could be, everyone's like, I took my first kid to a Metallica concert. I don't know, man. I was in the pit for Metallica and AC. It was pretty wild ass. <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? I, I, I apologize. I wasn't there. I wasn't. I wasn't there. I apologize. You're you're unforgiven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> all right. Give us okay, one more, and then we'll take a we'll take a minute. All right, y'all. This is my five. I'm going Easy E, real Compton <laughs> City G's. Nice, dude. Okay, that's so awesome. Now, in this music video, um, it's a play on Dr. Dre's F with Dre. Okay. Right. Um, F, F, F with F, Dre Day. Yeah. Everybody's celebrating. Right. In this music video that accompanied Dr. Dre's Fuck with Dre, an Easy A parody um, character played by Anthony A.J. Johnson, Sleazy e. named Sleazy E, oh, yeah. is featured prominently. In Easy E's real Compton City G's, the character returns. Only this time he is assaulted and chased by various members of Easy E's crew. I remember this. Will rap for food? Oh, my. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember this. Yeah, and so this is the first thing that I saw where I was I was blown away with how catchy and angry and scary something could be. Yeah. Because everything he said was so catchy, but then it was so scary. Don't kill me, Mr. E. Oh, my... Dude, that whole entire video is something that I really, really enjoy. Yeah, yeah, and the, I, and the song is dope too. I want to, I won't, I won't pull back the curtain too much. E, okay, no, that's but okay. one of one of my picks later will brush against that. Okay, me too. And as I'm sitting here, of course, I'm pulling the famous line. Was like, I should have put this one on there, but no. No, my man. list. My list is my list. I'm J, sticking to my list. J anti anti honorable mention. Uh, damn right. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take five here. I, I'm I'm dying. I need I need some fresh air. And yeah, he's gonna have a take five bar. You know, dude, that's a good bar. And I'm gonna take five with a Dave Brubeck quartet. And we're back for part two of music videos, our topic that has nothing to do with Christmas. But here we are. Sorry, y'all, but hopefully you're enjoying it. Sorry, I am. Sorry. No, bah, <laughs> bah humbug. Yeah, exactly. That's what a sheep says when it sees a hummer and then it hits a bug. See, this is why I have to bah keep Bah humbug. This is why I have to keep Yes. Going. That's going to be the joke next week, <laughs> isn't it? Oh shit. Oh no, I'm sorry. All um, right, so let's continue. So Chuck, I'm going to I'm going to I'll skip mine cuz I had Everlong. So let's go let's go straight to Spencer. Oh, okay. you're going to you're going to you're going to defer? I I didn't have any honorable mentions because I know that pisses you off. So Well, if you have a, you don't have any honorable no. mentions. Okay. No. So yeah, Spencer, you go you go ahead with your six. Okay. All right. So, uh, my next up is Smashing Pumpkins 1979. 
don't know if any of you guys picked that one. Um, this is the director's A Little Miss Sunshine. I feel like this encapsulates the teenage experience. We have loitering, destruction, aimless driving. A lot like my youthful days, if I do say so myself. <laughs> sure, sure. Billy is driving too. Is he reminiscing of his younger years or simply coexisting with other teenagers' experiences? I find myself oftentimes doing both. The live performance is real and everything got trashed. Ladies, gentlemen, people, humans of the world, uh, United, I give to you Smashing Pumpkins 1979. It's a good one. That is a good one. I flirted with putting Today on my list. Uh, okay. An equally, <laughs> equally great music video. The Smashing Pumpkins also, uh, honorable mention, is Tonight Tonight. Uh, Bullet with Butterfly Wings was pretty great. Uh, this band made great music videos, and my personal fave is 1979 because it just feels like what youth feels like to me. Well, you know what's funny? I remember sitting around when the Ava Adore came out and that song, I remember when they, was gonna, when they were gonna premiere it, I remember sitting around and waiting for it to come on. Damn, dude. Yes, and I was with, I was in a band at the time who adored, Ava adored Smashing Pumpkins, and we were sitting there, and when the solo came on for like, no, when the solo came on for like a second, it was multiple choice. <laughs> when you left, I took <laughs> No. So wouldn't that wouldn't that have just been fitting? So so what happened was we were sitting there and when the solo came on the guitar player in the band got so angry Masahiro yeah yeah he got very angry at how short it was and how it wasn't intricate so I like that's the last album that I was a fan of the band for I was a big Smashing Pumpkins fan um, and still am but Siamese this dream Siamese is dream yeah. is flawless <laughs> but I mean Melancholy and Infant Sanus is it's I got a couple clunkers but it's it's good yeah. I, it's a long album as a concept album that's long it, everything's great on it Even like the songs that aren't great are meant to be transitional in nature okay. uh, I, I do love them and I love this video I, I just again the song and the video fit so well together that it's just such a nice match are you guys up for a quick quick uh, digression regarding the uh, Today video? Of sure. course, yeah. Well, that could be your... Yes, that, I you did have think a, that as well. You have a spot <laughs> that you have to fill. <laughs> What's that, Jay? Whoa, what were you going to say? Well, I was just saying, it's a quick punk house story. Back when I was living... Back in my brief period living in a punk house in West okay. Philly. So... There, I, I was, um, I don't know, you never lived in a punk house, did you, Spencer? Uh, depends. I mean, I am, myself, I identify as a punk, so any like, house I'm in is oftentimes but I mean, a like, punk house. You, know, you never lived in a place where they had shows three days a week. No. Oh, okay, no. Yeah, it was awful. And I, I, I got, and that was where I lived right before I moved in with uh, former roommate of the show, Chris. Okay. And uh, so I remember I had worked for 13 hours or something, and... I, I was like, oh, there's no show tonight. I had some uh, Chinese food in the fridge. And I'm like, ooh, I'm going to go home. I'm going to eat this Chinese food. I'm going to go up to my room and watch a movie. It's going to be nice and quiet. This is right. going to be the best night ever. Right. And so I, I, I came up to the house, and there was, like, an ice cream truck, like, splatter painted, no pun intended, like, like, today, like the Today video. Really? Yeah, so this jug band had was, like, hanging out in town. And they were driving this ridiculous vehicle, and they decided to play an impromptu show in my kitchen. Oh, my god! So gosh. I could not get to my general chicken because no. there was a dude, like, blowing on a jug in front of the refrigerator. Do they still play? 
I, I don't even I don't even catch their name. Wow, we gotta look that up. Oh my god, that, <laughs> that was the moment where I was like, "This life is not for me." Like, see, and it wasn't even like when I woke up and saw a strange dude shooting heroin on the couch. That wasn't even it. It was Ooh. when I couldn't get to my Chinese food. Yeah, I think both are pretty scary. A jug band playing and a dude doing something nefarious. Nefarious. Yes. What's what's your number six? Jay? My number six is Primus, Mister Crinkle. So yeah, from I'll, 1993. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. fill my I'll fill my six with today. That's a good idea. For, okay. from Spencer. Yeah. Good. All right. Primus, Mister Crinkle. Yes. Video was made. <clears throat> Featuring Les Claypool in a pig suit and a tuxedo playing an upright bass in an abandoned warehouse as a carnival of oddities um, walk behind him. I remember that being fairly nightmarish. Yeah, yeah. it was extremely nightmarish. And uh, Claypool's wife and, his, and her twin sister were in it. Due to logistical issues, the video had to be shot in one take. Whoa. Yeah, the video was so creepy. <coughs> and they had so many like carnival people. Like there was someone walking a tightrope. If that person fell... They didn't have another chance to do it. Mm -hmm. So everything worked perfect. And at the very end, they have, like, these really tall, like, uh, ominous, big-headed creatures walking towards. And Les Claypool was so angry that they only played the movie on stage. They played it six times total, he said. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I remember seeing it and being frightened by everything that was happening. Cause sure. Oh, man, it was just very scary. And, yeah, that was... Uh, the song didn't even chart. Like it wasn't even popular. I just remember yeah, seeing no, it. Yeah, no, that's being... not even like a like a like a primus banger. Exactly. It's on pork soda. Pork soda doesn't really have that many bank. Grab yourself I mean? a can of pork soda. You'll be feeling, feeling just, just fine. fine. <laughs> Nothing's better than sitting around the house, Going drinking them cans of swine. So, yeah, that would be mine. That's great. I've like <laughs> always been a big Primus fan. I am, yes. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. There's all those other videos as well, but this is the one that really stuck out to me. Okay. I never really experienced any Primus music videos. Really? Except for Shake Hands with Beef. That's like the only one I remember. Winona's, Winona, yeah. Yeah, Winona's Big Brown Beaver or uh, Southbound Pachyderm. Or, I know the songs, no, but I don't remember the videos. Either. I only remember Shake Hands with Beef. Oh, okay. Winona had a pretty good run on the box, I think. Oh, yeah, it definitely yeah. did. Love the box. It was the Duracell. Remember the Duracell commercials from back in the day? They were yeah. like, they looked like robotic. Oh, whatever. All right. I, I, remember. I digress. Okay. I remember. So what is your numero whatever, savant? Whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, well, all right. Metallica, one. Uh, I mean, are you guys familiar with this? I, What's no, that? Not, I'm, uh, what, the, the, the video. No, is, the, is this is the video when he, with the head and he keeps... Uh, yeah, it's, uh, okay. so one is, is essentially about... And this was this was Metallica's first official music video. They they resisted doing them for a long time in the '80s, and so this was uh, "And Justice for All" came out '89, and so their first music video is really really fucked up. One is about um, a kid going off to war and you know losing all his limbs and you know coming back a shell of his former self. So what they did was they took a live performance and interjected it with footage of an old movie called "Johnny Get Your Gun." And, um, yeah, there's like, um, there's, there's, it's for a Civil War movie, and there's footage of this kid, like, he's, he's got a, they've got a, a thing on his head, because his, his face is all blown off, and he's like, you know, I forget what he the, can't speak. Well, yeah. he, I think he does, I think he does speak at one point. No, in one of the, I thought he was speaking everything. He, oh, everything yeah, he was it was his, his thoughts, his, that's yeah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, during, during a couple of the instrumental breaks, there's like, him, him, like, I, I can't even tell if I'm still a person. Like, right, yeah. It's it's really fucked up. Oh, like, yeah, that, that fucking scared the hell out of me because when the nurse comes in and she's like, and they're yeah. like, what, what is, what, what's, what's he doing? 
It's as, it's Morse code. He's saying kill me. Kill me. Over yeah. and over again. Oh, boy. Oh, God, that scared the fuck out of me because it's just his head going like this. Yeah. Over and over oh, again. And this is all the video. This yeah. is the music video. Wow, I, I'm not familiar. Yeah, that's yeah. it's one of those things because there's so there's it's so many Metallica videos, but that one. Uh, and yeah. it was the first one too. God. That's admirable that they went that way. <laughs> oh, dude, it's it's extremely dark and it's very um, like you like the the mental. You know what I mean? The, the, the psychological the fear. psychological yeah. fear. Yeah. This. You just just give it a chance and watch it. It'll sure. blow. It'll yeah. blow your mind to scare town ninety five. And plus, you know, even though it came out in eighty nine. I mean, I'm once sorry. it gets to the end, it's like, yeah. I mean, it's a fucking killer. Is that song. that's the one? that's like darkness imprisoning me. All that I see is a don't Yeah. 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 yeah, it's, yeah. So, it's so. Familiar, yeah. The video is scary. <laughs> it's very um, Hitchcock esque, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sold. I'm, I'm impressed. Yeah, yeah, it's it's especially in the early the early years. Metallica's lyrics, if you look at them, are surprisingly literate. Which you know, considering they have a reputation to be of being kind of a meathead band. Yeah. Yes. But uh, all right, so yeah, that's my numero seven. Well wow, done. Nice pick, well bro. done. Good, in, good good info. Good intel. Is it me? Yes, yeah. sir. All right, guys. What do we got? What so do we got? I moved to Ocean City, New Jersey, in I don't know, late '90s at some point. I don't remember, but I moved to a town where my neighbors all liked rap music. And that was pretty cool because I got a tape <coughs> from a, f a friend of mine I made of Wu-Tang <coughs> Clan, uh, Enter the 36 Chambers. One of the greatest albums ever. Yeah, yeah, I got that one. And then um, Wu-Tang Forever. I also, you know, I got both of those. And uh, I was familiar with the songs and everything, but like I didn't know the band, like what right. they looked like and all that. So soon after that, I saw Triumph. Like right around that time. Oh yeah. So uh, this is not Chambers. This is like forever off yeah. that record. But um, the the way this goes, Killer Bees are taking over New York City. You meet every character one at a time as they go through their verse. Together they're in all black, and they have the swagger and like this unified look and vibe to them. They were like but, an army, man. Yeah. yeah, they really were. And and as you cut to each member, they have more color uh, that they're wearing. So it's cool because when they're together. They look so badass, all blacked out. And then when they go to each one, they're in like these vibrant kind of colors. And I, that type of like fashion identified each one of them as like their own person. <coughs> and uh, they really came off like comic book heroes to yeah. me. And, and their, their lyrics were just so cool. And I really enjoyed like learning every word. And, you know, I bomb atomically, Socrates, Socrates philosophies and, and hypotheses, hypotheses dropping these. Yeah, I can like perform armed robberies. Yeah, you know, every word. Not and, me. Yeah, we do. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it was just really cool to meet the faces behind this like really powerful performance. It's really amazing record. And I just love that they looked like a comic book group. Like they were like a superhero squad. That's a big influence. The comic books are a big influence on them, I think, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, yeah, cool. yeah. Yeah. And I just, I love the video. I love the swagger of it and like the look of it, the fashion of it, you know. They were just so cool. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. I, t I totally agree, man. Yeah. So this was a big, uh, a big influence on me. And then like wishing I could skate. I never got good at it. And my brother did get good at BMX. You would you would kind of stay close to a lot of this stuff too through like the videos, um, the skate and BMX videos and stuff. You'd, oh, for sure. It was just those two worlds. Stay tuned for my next pick. Yeah. Oh, hells yeah. They were pretty well fused, but I'm still a big Wu-Tang fan to this day. I mean, it's like opens up with, with Old Dirty Bastard on a roof with like of a building on fire. You know, like that's pretty... What, y'all thought you wasn't going to see me? <laughs> yeah, he's the I'm Osiris. I'm the Osiris in his shit. So yeah, I'm, anyway, I could talk all day about Wu-Tang forever and uh, 
and triumph. But I think I just did I did what I got to do, and I'm I'm gonna get out of it. Well, there was what's a up? Great four part documentary about them on Showtime recently. I, watched I saw, it. yeah, it was yeah, really, really good. The Wu Tang and American Saga of Mikes and Men was the name. Of it. It was, this this was an actual. Are you talking about the one on Hulu? Oh, I like the one on Hulu right now. Yeah, I yeah. didn't watch that, but there's there's an actual like the doc on. Uh, yeah, it's called of Mikes, of, of yeah, Mikes and Mikes Men. And it's really good. I recommend. I it. haven't seen that yet, but I look forward to it. Did you hear the Million Dollar Wu Tang album? Did you hear that? No, but it never they, got released, did it? Yeah, Somebody bought it. I, yeah, I, the, the, the big pharma guy, <laughs> yeah. Martin Shkreli. I think. Yeah, what do you do with it? Hopefully, I think, uh, threw no, it in it a got, trash I got, can. I think it got auctioned when he Ooh. went to jail. Really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. But um, there, the, my I think my favorite part of that documentary was when they were on tour with uh, Rage Against the Machine, and they showed a uh, they showed a quick uh, somebody stopped RZA, and he's like, "So RZA, how's it how's it going being on tour with Rage Against the Machine?" And RZA's just like, "Yo, we showing out for the white boys." He's like, "I think white boys can enjoy hip hop, don't you?" <laughs> And I was like, damn right, Rizza. There you go. Do you yeah. see him in um, The Dead Don't Die by Jim Jarmuth? You know, I've been meaning to watch that. I liked it. Everybody kind of crapped on it, but I really enjoyed it. I think you guys would enjoy it and get a kick out of it. I've flipped by it a couple of times when I was looking for something to watch. I'll have to watch it's, it. It's, wor- it's worth a watch. I nice. think I think if there are people that would enjoy it, you guys would, but the average like movie-going public, it wasn't for them. Yeah, that's but, what I heard. Yeah. But I really, I, I loved it. And the cameos alone are reason enough to see it. I mean, everybody's in it. Like Maybe I'll watch that tonight. I, I recommend it. You'll, you you'll get to see it's Tom very, Waits, Christmassy. RZA. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's awesome. Keep the alive. Go ahead, Jay. All right, so me, all right, I got number seven, Billy Idol, Cradle of Love. Okay, Rock, tell us about it. Lo- yeah. Okay, so I, I, I can't first. I know the song. I can't picture the. So, video. like you said, the first time when you saw a girl and you were like, "Oh my goodness!" Sure. So, 1990. You know, I was nine years old and I saw this and I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "I don't know what is going on, but there is a lot of something going on." A it's, lot it's, of something. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of something. So this girl comes over and she's like, "My tape deck broke. Can uh, can I play this on your radio or something?" So she comes in and this guy. <laughs> This guy is writing up his wedding, um, either his wedding vows or wedding invitations. Is it a white wedding? You know what? It could be. <laughs> but she goes in and she plays the tape, and then she just starts dancing in his apartment, and he keeps trying to stay away from her, you know, to try and stop being seduced. So the whole video is is going, and I just did some research, and I found out that the guy who filmed it also filmed Alien 3. Oh. Seven. David Fincher? Yes. Wow. No. Yes. David Fincher did a music video? Yeah, That's how he started out. He did many. Yeah, he really? Did, uh, the, oh, yeah. He did Billy Idol, Cradle of Love. And the, I didn't know that. And the, yeah. whole, and the whole video, you only see Billy Idol from the chest up. And the reason why he did that is because Billy Idol was in a bad car accident. Oh. So they only filmed him that way for that for that for the entire music video you well, never now see now that it. i heard david fincher did this i'm gonna have to watch it oh it is very seductive okay it's, very, it's, it's erotic it is erotic supersonic exponential all right i'm done go ahead what is your what is your next video well spencer really teed me up nice for this next one uh and i i gotta be honest i'm a little shocked this hasn't come up yet my next video is unsane scrape okay I'm not super familiar. Yeah, I'm not familiar at all. Uh, really? Yes. Uh, it's it's just a video of uh, skate skate accidents. Yeah. Oh, I know wow. it now. That's all okay. it is. I mean, it's. I do not recall this video. Can you can you give any more detail? How does it go? Is it catchy? Like, is there a catchy? Not, uh, not hook really. To it? Okay. I, I don't even like the band all that much, but it's it's just the a music really, video. It's, it's just a really cool video. That is awesome. Yeah. And so. that's what it's all. That's what this is all about, bro. It's, it's scrape, you know, you scrape yourself. It's, right. It's, yeah, I got it's you. Like, no, I'm serious. <laughs> that, that's really cool. Yeah, it's a, it's a great video. You should definitely 
catch up with it. I will definitely check it out tonight. Spencer Dorsey. All right, well, let me paint a picture for you guys. Like most of my picks, it's the late 90s. Okay. I'm watching t- uh, MTV late at night, all right? Just looking. They play a lot of videos that were cool and edgy late at night. Right. You know, the way I remember it anyway. Okay. And I was talking to my buddy Rich on the phone. And I remember this video came on, and I was like, oh, my God, dude, dude, put on MTV, put on MTV, right now, hurry, hurry, hurry. Because I just right away knew, like, this was what I was searching for as a kid. It was Refuse New Noise. Oh, fuck it. That video where, like, it's, (coughs) okay, they're in mannequin outfits that are really strange, and they're, they're dancing like the robot, and then they're in these cutesy like animal masks and then right. it cuts to them just in, as themselves like handsome Swedes in awesome sweaters and cardigans playing like the heaviest most like intelligent punk rock music I've ever seen to, and still to this day like God, that record is just yeah phenomenal. it's called The Shape of Punk to Come ironically enough it was correct it really was The Shape of Punk to Come a few years later every band would kind of look like this and kind of have a similar sound and they were setting the stage so to speak uh, earlier or early on and I mean the video is cool their stage presence is insane they're literally playing their instruments so hard that the instruments yeah. are disintegrating under them they had like the heaviness of like the heaviest hardcore band I've ever I've, I'd ever heard but they had the intelligence of like every great author you've ever read yeah, weird like I mean, jazz chords yeah yes. and like this shiftiness where they would shift to like electronic parts or jazz parts but then come right back to this like hardcore punk and this video was just really badass i mean they I, they they for some reason had guns at one point yeah. they didn't use the guns but like what are you doing with those it just had this cinematic quality and it was underground music it was punk rock that was on tv and like really brilliant and there was never really another video like this from any other band i just saw their fuse recently and they were still amazing their new record is like just as great as their older records um hats off to the refuse i mean amazing amazing video and i just remember how excited i was and i was like rich put on the tv you're not gonna believe this, this is crazy like what is this that's right a, that's what is this feeling. yeah like i found it like this is what i was searching for like i was so happy to see hardcore like that that i could like relate to you know like i wanted to be that like that it was a blueprint for me in a way that i still hold near and dear to my heart yeah, I saw them open for Faith No More a couple summers ago. And we're, were you blown away? Because oh, I was fucking, blown they're, away. They're fantastic. Wasn't it one of the best live performances you've ever seen? Oh, like, it's just, I wish they, uh, you know, it sucked. It was an opening slot, so they only really played a few songs. Oh, but really? They, but they were killer. Yeah. yeah they, they only really, it was, it was funny, too, because a friend of mine was like, hey, you want to go see Faith No More? I got free tickets. And I was like, yeah, they're okay. Sure, why not? And then he, I was like, who else on the bill? He's like, refused. I was like, well, yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I'm and there. We were, we got there a little late, and I, it was at the outdoor stage at the man, and I was running to the front to see, re- like, if somebody actually, like, got in touch with me afterwards, like, hey, I saw you at the show, but you were clearly, like, on a mission to go watch Refused. Yeah. You're a, you're a front of the, uh, front of the pack kind of guy, right? You want to be up and personal up front. If it's somebody I really care about. Like, when, then... when you went and saw No Effects, when I saw you there at the show, <laughs> you were like, all right, I'll be right back. <laughs> you were right up there, right at the front. That was the Fat Rec 25th anniversary tour. That was yep. a sweet show. I was there with you, and Spen- it was dope. Spencer, I got one more question for you sure. before we move on. Of course. Can I scream? Yeah. We danced to all the wrong songs, you know? Do you like that record, Jay? 
I've never really given it a chance. Oh, so You'd like it. So the musicianship alone, you well, would like. Well, I just, I, I, to, to digress, I guess, more, I just got into that band Seaweed. Oh, my gosh. Seaweed fucking rules. Oh, you told Damn. me that. I've yeah. heard a lot of good things. I've never listened to them. Spanaway, great record. The, the, what, what's that album, Four? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It is Four so is good. great, too. Yeah. Just... Seaweed. Are they, were they like a, what a label were they on? Sub Pop? Okay. Yeah. That's very... kind of how I help identify bands. I know it's like stupid, but. No, 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 no not at all. Like, because I'm like, Seaweed, is that like, a, was that a Jade Tree band? They're all kind of like a... the quicksand, like straightforward okay. rock and roll well, type tip. Well, well be, because on this right here, the uh, friend of the show, Matt, <laughs> he told me, he said when he was a kid, he remembered a video. It was like, it was like um, taken from kind of like the Soul Asylum. You know how these kids were missing? Yeah. Well, they did a, what is it, Kid Play? There's yeah, a yeah. song called Kid Play. There's a music video where they're stealing bikes. Right. They're going yeah. around, and they said, this bike has been missing for this many days. No. Yeah. So the whole, look, look up that music video, I Kid will. Play, because he because he said once he figured out what the band was and what, because he said he remembered song when he was a kid, he's like, it blew his mind, and he said, fuck, finally I found it. That's what yeah. he said when he found it, so. That's cool. Number, number eight, Jay? Okay, for me is Wax, California. Oh, shit. How does yeah. that song go? I want to move to Southern California. California. Yeah. So it starts off, and it's a it's another Spike Jones directed video, and it's a guy just running down the street on fire to try and catch a bus. Oh, yeah, I remember this now. Okay. Yeah, and yep. I just and the band is in the background as they're doing it, and it was one shot. It was just him running down the street oh, and then going, and then that was pretty much it. it yeah. That was the whole video, but I just remember all that controversy. You know, it was... It was banned. It wasn't allowed to play anymore because the guy was running on fire. I'm sure kids back then were trying to do it. Yeah, but yeah that that video was burned in my brain as something that I will never forget. I remember Didn't some kid it. toss his cat off an apartment building because of Beavis and Butthead or something? Probably swung him by the tails. How <coughs> that is just crazy. All right, so moving on. Number nine. Number nine. Are you ready? Number nine. Are you ready? Number nine. This is you, bro. All right, so we're going, um, we're going back, back with the "this looks really cool" type thing. Okay. And uh, as I said, one of mine was going to tie in with your Easy E video. This is uh, Dr. Dre, nothing but a G thing. Okay. I agree. Um, it's a uh, sexy one. Yeah, I mean they're they're playing volleyball with big big chested women. They're grilling up giant like racks of ribs. They're hanging out at the beach with their dope cars that bounce up and down. <laughs> I was like, wow, being a rapper might be pretty cool. And then, you know, a, a couple of years later, they all started killing each other. But The volleyball got really intense. That's yeah. what happened. I, I actually, I, I did revisit this video, and there's actually an uncut version of the video. When they pull the, the top off? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. That, tisk, that, is, that, tisk, tisk. that is out there. Oh, I, no. I was not. I was not prepared, man. I did not. I did not know that I didn't have the un <laughs> that I had the unedited version. Well, I'm telling you. See, I was an Easy E, and you're a Dre. Yeah. I don't know if we can do this podcast anymore, bro. Uh, supposedly, they put the beef to bed right before Easy passed. Right at the deathbed. Yeah, I, I do understand that, but um, we'll have to see where we go from nah, here. Nah, dude, the Chronic Man, not to be confused with the Bionic, although it does cost six million dollars, no. man. <laughs> I do agree that the Chronic is good, and Easy es albums were n were not good all the way through. There was some. Well, Easy E also didn't write anything, which I think always kind of. He's like to this day one of the few rappers who really was doing what he was rapping about. Well, that was. Did you ever see the film uh, Straight Out of Compton? Yeah. I did. Yes. Yeah, they were like they were the part where they were like they were doing uh, Boys in the Hood, and they were like, they were trying to talk him into doing the verse, and they were, they were like, well. You know, cruising down the street at my six four. He's like, "You have a six four. He's like, "This is you. You should do it." Yeah. Right. And so, as uh, you know, I guess the rest was history. Well, there you go. 
Yeah. So. I do have, I do love Easy E <laughs> for a lot of things. Um, is it my turn? Yes, it is. Okay, guys, this one is um, this is a big one for me. I picked Nirvana Heart Shaped Box. Oh, okay. Not to be confused with the others. I think yeah. uh, with this one, I feel like Kurt Cobain's spirit and vision was actually hit on the mark. You know, he had this weird way to like say things lyrically that really meant nothing but somehow meant everything you know he would have these weird like juxtapositions in his lyrics and i think this video visually encapsulates that so the way nirvana chokes out melody similar is is similar to the way this video steps on color and light with darkness so you have jesus in a santa hat being crucified um among some other visuals that are disturbing to see as a kid and even still as an adult you watch it and i still feel uncomfortable watching it and I mean it's obvious that he felt uncomfortable in his short uh, unfortunate short breath of life he was constantly uncomfortable and I think that this video like really captured his persona and what he felt you know Um, it's really really uh, kind of a bizarre video but but beautiful in its own way now this is the chorus with hey yeah okay yeah it's it's just constantly uncomfortable. And and, to your priceless advice. Yeah, this is a this is a good one. As a big Nirvana fan, I think that like this is the one that he was most proud of. If I were a betting man, okay. Um, a lot of people were turned on to Nirvana from Smells Like Teen Spirit, and I totally get that. But for me, I was a big and still am a big in utero guy. In utero is my favorite one. Yeah, it's yeah. my favorite one. It's towards the end, like. So when he died, I was 11. So I was like familiar with Nirvana. I remember being in the mall. My mom had a little kiosk at. And there was some kids crying in the food court. And I was like, Mom, why are these kids crying? Like, what's going on? She goes, oh, (coughs) Kurt Cobain died. And you know how you used to go by those mall kiosks where they would take a picture of you and put it on a mug or a mouse pad or a t-shirt? Well, they had already put a picture of Kurt Cobain on all that merchandise. And that kiosk turned into a Kurt Cobain kiosk that same day. Oh, wow. So, like, I remember that. So, I was becoming, like, a fan at that time, unfortunately. Like, I was familiar with the band when he was alive, but it was soon after that I became, like, enthused about them. Die hard. Yeah, and Utero was the first, like, record that I was really exposed to uh, with them. So, I just think that, like... Kurt Cobain will be most proud of this video, and I think it kind of captures his uh, his persona and his soul, and I enjoy it, and it's really creepy still. Yeah, yeah, it's a good video. Yeah, it reminds me. Of, remember when Wayne and Garth uh, took over MTV for a while? Yeah, and they were playing videos. Well, they played that video. That's awesome. And they were like, "Hey, wait." He's like, "Is he saying Wayne?" Wayne. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember that? I I don't remember that particular part, but I remember when they did that. Yeah, and he kept saying, "He's like, he's like, I gotta." And he's like, well, "Why don't you just come down to MTV and we'll talk about it?" Just you know, he kept responding. <laughs> yeah. Into the video. That's awesome. That's what I remember about it. This is kind of apropos of nothing, but do you guys remember when they did a series of Jay and Silent Bob commercials on MTV? <laughs> I do. I personally do not. Really? Yeah, I remember Dennis Leary and the 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 taxi cab driver guy. Remember? Hey, you guys ever hear the Metallica? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's he's still around. He's like an improv guy. Yeah, but he's also he was at his own TV show. Uh, Mary uh, dating my daughter, um, something like that. That sounds creepy. Yeah, <laughs> no, it was it was some show that was on uh, but, FX or something like that. But yeah, the uh, the one Jay and Silent Bob commercial I remember is Jay is yelling about all these different um, uh, female pop stars like on the corner, like just oh, like wow. like yelling all these creepy rhymes. He's like. Um, 
the one I remember is Mariah Carey. I'd see if she's hairy. Whoa. And then he just like he keeps like his pitch keeps going up, and then finally the the punchline of the of the thing is he goes, Melissa Etheridge. And then he just looks at the camera and he goes, She's cool. And then he just walks away. <laughs> For some reason, that does sound vaguely familiar, but Human I... Human Giant took over MTV later on in... 24 hours, yeah, yeah I remember Mastodon that. played live, and Ted sick. Leo and the Pharmacist... Well, Ted Leo performed without the Pharmacist. Well, didn't Jackass do that, too? They, I mean, they did a bunch of those publicity things for the I'm, 24 hours. Most like... Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, I think when they were coming out with Jackass 2 or something like that. Number number nine. Wow, right? we're, we're getting there. It's like the ninth inning. Okay, well, I guess I'm just going to... I need to eat something after this because I, I have not eaten any food this Christmas Eve. Oh, Mike, we'll, we'll, we will rectify that. Excellent, excellent. I would say The Ass Ponies, Little Bastard, 1994. <laughs> this is your favorite song. I don't, I don't know anything about this. All it is, it's, it's, about, it's a song about this kid <laughs> who is just uh, <coughs> a southern asshole. <laughs> so the whole thing is Little Bastard playing with a knife. You ever heard this song? No, this I don't came, think, this I don't came think on so. late. I guess they couldn't play it during the daytime just because they used "bastard" in the title. Oh shit! But I mean, it's just it's just a fun, entertaining song, and it just sticks in my head because the music video is just this kid running around being a, a little bastard. I have to I have to look that one up. I got I got a few to look up after this. This is cool. Yeah, Ass Pony's Little Bastard should be number seven. All right. Well, look. So my number ten. It didn't. It didn't, uh, or I didn't quite mean it to work out this way. Okay. Um, but like we're gonna really, I'm gonna end on what I consider to be the height of the medium of music video. Oh damn! I should have done that then, but I didn't. But go ahead, that's fine. November rain. Okay. Oh. I agree. That's solo. We was hit by the train. Oh, dude. Dude, it's, careful. It's you so it's dude the wedding chapel and the, oh it's, it's it's it is uh, an epic. It's so fucking epic, dude. <laughs> They're out on a cruise ship. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was at the time the most expensive <laughs> music video. No, I agree. Yes, one hundred percent. It's just and it just fits like every that song is so overblown and silly and it's just I mean I love the song it's silly in like the best possible way right but like everything about it like everything about Guns and Roses in '92 or whatever that was was so over the top and the music video is just so suitably over the top to match them. That and, is awesome. I mean, I'll tell you honestly, and we could do we could beleaguer this point another time if you want. From maybe eighty eight to ninety two, I don't think there was a better rock band in the world than Guns N' Roses. Okay, when yeah. they had their little prime, they were a fucking ass kicker. Well, when you when you use the term rock band, I guess yeah, that, that they would fall into that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, well, who was uh once bitten twice shy? Oh, uh, was that White? Was no. That, White Snake was white, once bitten quite shy. Or I don't know. No, that might have been Cinderella. <laughs> I don't know. But Shit, those... man, hey, we're really we're really scraping the fourth tier <laughs> hair metal bands here. Okay. If what you want to talk Motley Crue, I could talk that shit all day. Well, you need to you need to get in contact with Joel from the podcast Duke on a Leash. You guys could have quite a long conversation with that. Well, he's welcome to come on. He's okay. welcome to come into my territory. All right. Well, there's the invite. It's it's official. Joel Duke. Yes. It's just, you know we got we got to go with the hardcore tradition of uh, you know like when you were in Repercussion, you were Jay Fist, right? No. Repo, repaul cushion. No. No. <laughs> Jay fist. Okay, you were in that band? Jay with, Jay with a fist. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so next. Spencer, number 10, buddy. Number 10 for me is uh, Reaper. E. Hey! 
Touche. So my Don't number one. I've been going backwards. So like this is my number one choice. All okay. right. So this my choice was uh, legendary, legendarily scandalous, with a now famous disclaimer that it was in no way endorsing a belief in the occult. Oh yeah. Uh, my choice was directed by John Landis, the famed director of Blues Brothers and Animal House. And my number one choice had a budget that ran over double the original proposal <laughs> and cost $900,000, then an unprecedented cost for a music video. Damn. And I would say even still now, that's a pretty insane budget. I yes. think November Rain might have been a mil plus. I'd have to, I'd have really? to look it up. Yeah. Oh, damn. There you go. But uh, if you haven't guessed already, my number one is Michael Jackson Thriller. And I'll tell you why. It's Please. Because Please. I think that... It holds the title still of the best music video. Uh, at that time, it had a cinematic introduction where the music's not even involved. Uh, we have a cinematic outro where the music, I believe, falls out. We have an iconic dance. We have uh, something that doesn't feel like a music video as much as it feels like a movie. Like, it's arguably not totally. even a music video. It's like a movie. Right. And I have this obsession with horror and sci-fi. And I just love the you fact too? that yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure you guys know this about me and Chuck and Jay. We're all lovers of uh, horror, the macabre, the unusual, and the eerie and strange. So this was a really fun horror-esque kind of video that not only really hits on what Halloween is like, but it's just all year round a great spooky kind of feel. And um, when I think about what got me into horror, I have to say I think that a a weird influence was this music video. <laughs> You know, like of what got me into horror because I like loved it so much. I watched it a billion times. I thought Michael Jackson was the coolest dude. His outfit, his like, his you know confidence, and like he turned into a wolf, of course. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, it hits all the marks, and I to me, I think it's the best video of all time. Uh, I I think it's gonna take another hundred years for it to get overthrown uh, on that kind of like. Uh, as as the best of all time. I mean, I don't know those those kinds of things come along every hundred years. I mean, think about it. You got a dance out of it, right? Yeah. yeah. You got a fucking great story. You got a sweet gif as well. The, yeah, the, the Michael that's, Jackson eating popcorn. That's the number one gif of all time, uh, dude, by the so, way. Like, so oh really? I was yeah. not aware of that. Yeah, it's the number one gif, number one used gif, uh, it, which is funny in 2019. That like is a thing, but it's it really is the number one gif. Okay. It's the iconic uh, costume, the dance. The right. song itself is insanely awesome. Who's doing the voiceover? I think it's Vincent Price. I believe it was. Yeah, yeah that that's phenomenal as well. That yeah. whole story. Darkness that falls. And yeah. 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 It's I mean, it was, is extremely entertaining. He was not long for this world at that point either. I mean, he did what a couple years later he did uh, Edward Scissorhands, yeah. which was his last film. Really? Yeah. Wow. I love when that voiceover ends and it's just the beat. The yes. Bon bon ch. Dun dun ch. Bon bon ch. Undoubtedly iconic. Yeah. Yeah. I think this. I think out of this, out of all of our lifts, out of all of our lists, this is definitely number two to Ass Ponies Little Bear. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I would say that this is definitely. No. Hey. We never had a music video. This I would have to say so far is the number one most iconic video music video. I would say. Yeah. Because I, yeah. I think I think this would be on all of our lists. Yeah. I mean, when they when they did those countdowns on MTV, this was almost always one number one. I think the closest we probably come was Sabotage would usually finish in like the top five or something. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, That's true. But yeah, no, Thriller is the consensus number one for sure. Yeah. I I just can never get enough of it. Like I mean, it's just always so satisfying to watch it, and it's it's 
I don't know. I just feel I, I associate Michael Jackson with this song and this video. You know, like the song is amazing and the video is as good as a song, which is like a really high bar that's set. It somehow pulled it off. Like John Landis just made an American Werewolf in London too. What so, a great fucking movie. Yeah, like he literally just wrapped that and then did this movie. So, job well done. Yeah, and that's it's awesome. like I feel like and music videos now don't use this the the song as a launching pad to go someplace else which is what this did like you said you know it's to do something cinematic mm -hmm. i mean has there been any like i would pose this question has there been any recent like so many directors from the 90s came from music videos like we talked about david fincher that's not really a thing anymore right, I right. Mean, music video yeah. directors are basically hacks now yeah, that's true and they're usually young youtube kids who just yeah. learn pro tools through a tutorial and just put whatever they can together just yeah, to get it out. They got a lot of TikTok TikTok views. Yeah, Vine. I don't know what Vine the, views. I don't want to tell any of that stuff. Uh, is. You're a liar. I saw you on TikTok. You were doing the floss. Oh, that's Check true. it out, guys. Chuck is cool. I hit doing the, the floss. I hit the dab. <laughs> What's your number ten, Jay? This is the problem. You guys did like oh, this is the last one. Well, mine's just rancid oh. Ruby Soho. That's it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. No, I love it, but I mean, it's a great video, but I wouldn't say that that would be my, I mean, that's not my, my end all be all, but yeah, that video was awesome. That was like my first real introduction to like, oh, this is punk. Yeah. What do they do you know? in it that's punk? I'm, I'm like trying to remember, I don't no, know if I've ever seen it. It's they, mostly just a performance. Yeah, it? it's, it's yeah. their, it's their performance, and <laughs> I just remembered that the, the thing that killed me, the thing that, not killed me, but in it, that interested me was, it was a punk band. One singer was Cold so clothes, guys. With this one singer was so gruff, singing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tim Armstrong, and then you had the like sweeter yeah. bars. Yeah, yeah, like it was a company. I mean, making it so catchy and uh, I don't know. It just re I really enjoyed it. Yeah, they a were lot. like they were a great partnership. The two of them, like yes. I, you know, it's funny you say it, like. One of my first exposures, to like a punks in a video, is Blood Clot by Rancid off of um, Life Won't Wait. A little bit, that album's a little slept on in my Yeah, opinion. I love that that's, album. That's a different story. I Never think it's my favorite it. Rancid album, to be honest with you. Wow. Yeah, I know it's like crazy to say, but it was my first one I ever got. I don't think it's crazy. Well, they, they have such the good. And How Come the Wolves is just so. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and if you if you listen to the Toby, uh, that's the, that's their London calling, in my opinion. Yeah, oh no, yeah, it is a great it is a great album. I mean, it's a little long for my taste, but that's what she said. I get that a lot. E, mm. but uh, yeah, I mean, I do have some uh, mentions from Melissa because I asked her what she nice. felt about it. What do you got? Yeah, so, wife of the show, Melissa. Wife of the show, Melissa. I'm just gonna run through them real quick. So hers are Freak on a Leash, Corn. That's also Duke Colleen. on a Leash, Jay. <laughs> Pretty. Pretty fly for a white guy. Yeah, it was silly. Yeah, so I mean, it just sticks out to her. Gorillas, uh, feel good. That's a good. That's yeah. a good one. That's yeah. a good. Very good. Uh, Green Day, Basket Case. Oh yeah. Adam. How do we not? Nobody had Green Day. I, can, I considered Basket Case. Yeah, me yeah. too. I mean, I should have put it on. Adam Song. Okay. And oh, then sure. she had Everclear. Daddy gave me a name. Yeah. Like, those 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 are all were. And do you have anything anything from Colleen? Because she sent me her. She had two OK Go videos, and I yeah. agree, both of them. The one with the um, I treadmills? Know, I don't know much about that band. Remember the treadmill video where they're running across the treadmills? Jamiroquai? No. Oh, Jamiroquai. That would have Virtual been a good insanity. one, Insanity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I remember, Colleen was... The Rube Goldberg? Um, yeah. She had mentioned the OK, Go. the OK Go videos, which were like the first viral videos right. Uh, right. of their nature where they went viral. Like they had a millions, t 
tens of millions of views. No, yeah, she's absolutely um, right. But but the the effort and all the time they put into making them too. Yeah. You know what I mean? That that is just yeah. I awesome. think that that would, those would be her honorable mentions as well. I mean, she's also a big Clash fan, but like that has nothing to do with the music video portion, I suppose. Although Rock the Casbah was pretty dope. I, I think she would definitely put that on the list. And also, Joe Strummer had a few music videos that, like, for Coma Girl. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, which is just like him performing live and clips of like driving on a lonely interstate. Such a good song. But she's like a huge, huge Clash fan, and that was like a big um, uh, plus. When I met her, I was like, okay, that. That puts her high up on this list. What is it? Like, and Sham sixty nine, right? Yeah, I mean, she likes Sham sixty nine. Right? <laughs> she still does, but oh, really? Yeah, okay. she, we don't. The CD player in her car got stuck. What and, is the thing uh, you determined her and I needed to talk about uh, the last show? So we're oh, gonna have to right. clash onto that because yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, you guys both liked Are You Afraid of the Dark? The tale of the pinball. Oh wizard. yeah, yeah. yeah Which, there you go. Did you? I went back and watched that. I had a I had a case of uh, what's that? Uh, uh, Mando- Mandela. Mandela. Yeah, there, there was uh, Mr. Uh, Sarno was not involved. It was just another dude with long hair. Oh, I thought it was him too. Yeah, I guess the Ma- the Mendoza Mandola effect. Manda- yeah, man- Mandela. Mendoza. Uh, Howie Mandela. The Howie, Howie Mandela, Mandela effect is real. <laughs> We're all. Laughing. I think it's time to bring this in for a landing, gentlemen. Yes. Yes, I agree, and I I just want to say this again. Thank you so much, Spence, for being a part of this. Oh, it's so much no fun. No thanks to me. No, no, for being a part of this. We we, we got this. Down, you are bro. this. You know what I'm saying? But uh, is there anything you want to say in closing? I would like to say before we head out and leave that your new T-shirt line that you just came out with is oh yeah phenomenal, and I am going to purchase with the code. Is it still live? The discount yeah, code? it's twenty five percent off, which is the highest one I ever give. Wow! Um, it's only for the podcast. Use code not Nordic at checkout for twenty five percent off your entire order. Uh, if you ever want to drop us a line, you can reach out at discountcemetery at gmail We're on Instagram as well, Discount Cemetery on Instagram, uh, Twitter, Disco Dang. Cemetery, like dancing. We're we're on it all. Jay and I are both set, legitimately satisfied customers. Oh, yes. thank you. Yeah, 100%. thank you guys. Thank you, and uh, thank you to the. We did get some people who are listeners of the show grab a few shirts. So if you're oh, listening, good. thank you so much, and I really appreciate that. And my che- the checks yeah. in the mail. Yeah, yeah, and my I would want to plug this to anyone out there. Uh, make sure that you enjoy your time with your friends in uh, whatever parking lot you're in. Seriously, hold your friends close. Uh, because they really matter in this life we're living and make sure you're in a parking lot at some point talking about your favorite music videos or movies or records or, you know, the clash or whatever floats your boat. I don't think I could close things out any better than that, man. Yeah, I, I agree. And everyone just have a happy and a healthy tomorrow. It's Christmas y'all. And remember as always, and despite what the internet may say, we We are are not Nordic! No way. Were they high school kids? They're no. grade school kids. Oh, they're even worse. Yeah, kids are fucking bastards. They'll say anybody looks like anybody terrible. That's their job. They can find, like, Ryan Gosling and be like, this motherfucker looks like, I don't know, Zach Morris. Like, they would find a way. I don't to think make... that's a burn either way. They're uh, both hunks. Did you listen to the Not Nordic podcast where we talked about this? What are you talking about? Yeah, I've got a Zach Morris a is, a, is, a, is, a, oh, is a trash uh-huh. or whatever. Oh, okay. We covered that on this one, right? Well, yeah, let's, uh, well, let's just see how this sounds. Okay. Yeah.